and those companies who adapt are going to do really, really well, and those companies who are set in their ways are going to struggle. You're going to have to be agile, and you're going to have to adjust. Hello and welcome to The Journey, your radio show, hosted by Neville D'Angelo, author of A Soundbite Life and Flight of the Fused Monkeys, a PRG Emerging Technologies Forum keynote speaker and founder of Rio Sports. I am Joseph Ellison. Enjoy! Today's session is on solutions, jobs, and leadership, a vital segment of the journey's innovation and technology review. With the job market severely contracted, especially in the U.S., many other developed and developing countries have so far been able to avoid that particular calamity, or at least severity. With the anticipated reshaping and rebuilding of the way society functions, if sensibleness prevails, with the unanticipated challenges we are all confronting, in uniquely different ways. We are in this together. It requires, we think, a high level of awareness, neighborliness, and actions fostered by forward thinking. So for today's session of solutions, jobs, and leadership, we've invited a functioning leader to share how he and his team are stepping into this dynamic future. As per usual, you're always welcome to visit our Solutions and Jobs section in our Technology Forum. There you will find posted professional jobs and career opportunities ongoing. You will also find job demand projections through to 2028. This is good, especially for those of you who are now considering what kind of career you might consider pursuing. You will also find strategic and tactical advice from experienced professional, particularly in the areas of career development and successful job application. The Journey's platform is thejourney.org riosports.com riosports is spelled r-y-o-s-p-o-r-t-s the journey is one word the journey dot riosports.com click on technology forum what is it about you that is so good that someone would want to take you in and i believe me you're competing with a lot of other people but along the journey we stop at intriguing places and meet fascinating people with novel solutions to some of life's tricky questions and we play a few games and track the remarkable characters of three classic books a soundbite life flight of the fused monkeys and illicet a time to begin again all of which can be found on amazon and barnes and noble they want to know is what can you do for them now? Tommy Linick leads with the keenness and curiosity of a passionate Eagle Scout. Formerly a pianist and vocalist in the Cleveland Orchestra, he has now racked up an impressive spread of expertise in the real estate industry, where he's serving as a leader of five years and counting. He is the kind of leader who is warm and forthright and to whom people naturally gravitate. They will tell you he gives them room to grow 
and to flourish. And he functions to facilitate those he leads every opportunity to become and to be and to operate as the best version of themselves. We invited Tommy to share how he and his team are approaching these uncertain times. I have three questions for him. We will meet him when we return. who were not furloughed or laid off, this sudden mass transition to working remotely amidst the stress revealed quite a lot. So we want to glean some transferable insights from three issues. A, the new parameters for group success. B, building authentic team spirit in the new environment. And C, calibrating realistic expectations and effectiveness. Though this is new for most everyone, we wanted to learn from our guest, Tommy Linick, how he and his team are going about it. Hello, Tommy. Welcome. Thank you. Well, I'm glad that you agreed to come. How was your day today? My day was good. Uh, I started out with a run this morning, and it kicked off into a beautiful day. Uh, however, it seems to just fly by these days. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we're here. Well, let's introduce the audience to you. T tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Uh, I live in Dallas, Texas, and we've been in Texas for 14 years. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been uh, in the real estate and mortgage industry for a little over 20 years, mm -hmm. uh, and I've been in leadership now for a little over five years, almost six years. Yeah. Are you enjoying it? I absolutely love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. I do. Well, the reason that we brought you on, of course, is... Uh... Uh, leadership is called for in these very <laughs> trying and chaotic times. I, right. I, um, and in particular, I, I mentioned to the audience that we're going to talk about some of the challenges we have with uh, reworking our, um, uh, you, you know, with reworking as, as a whole. Suddenly sure. a large contingent of professionals uh, who are not accustomed to working at home find themselves <laughs> having to work from that basis, and and not right. only it's just not only a question of working from home. They now have each other working from home, and so yeah, I know it's a learning situation from everyone. But the question that I'd like to pose to you, if you don't mind, is in that environment, what kind of approach or setup facilitated, you know, productive collaboration, effective communication, and excellent team spirit. Talk to us about that. Sure, sure. So to kind of break that down, uh, the first thing that really helps to make uh, it a successful environment is technology. And allowing for this to even happen was a mountainous 
uh, endeavor. And I know a lot of companies went through a very, very quick transition from a working environment in the office to a working environment at home mm-hmm. with very little notice. So having a strong IT support system has been really helpful. Um, beyond that, when you're talking about how to foster like team spirit and productivity, mm-hmm. You have to be engaged. You have to be able to switch your mindset from, hey, I can just walk by this person's desk (laughs) to I need to make an effort to reach out to them, Mm -hmm. whether it's just to find out about their day or to find out about an update on a project. Uh, or to ask a question, you have to make an effort. So it now becomes, do you reach out via an instant messenger? Do you send an email? Do you make a phone call? And you just have to really shift as a leader your mindset and how you engage with your staff and how you let your staff know how they can engage with you. Um, So that's that's a, a definite shift because if you don't have an environment or you didn't have an environment where you had the opportunity to work at home, mm-hmm. that's an even bi- that's an even bigger mental shift. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were fortunate in my office that we had some days at home, so this transition was maybe not as difficult as it might have been for some others. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as productivity goes, uh, we typically would have engagements with our team once a week, once a month, where we'd sit down and go over productivity. And we've kept that going. So myself, I've set a every Friday meeting with everyone on my team. So all of my direct reports and I meet every single Friday. And sometimes it's a conversation, just hi, how are you? What's going on in your life? How is everything? To hey, here's some, you know, production challenges or here's some production wins that you have. Mm-hmm. And you just continue to engage them and give them feedback and uh, allow them to allow them to have the flexibility and freedom to mm-hmm. be as productive as they can. So that means something different for everybody. Mm-hmm. So you really have to engage almost a little bit more on a personal level with your staff because to understand each person's unique situation mm-hmm. uh, will have different Uh, needs and different ways that you can support them. And a lot of times that's, hey, if you need to work from six in the morning till nine in the morning and then take a couple of hours to spend with your family or get the kids going or a lot of them are homeschooling. So that's a whole different world for them. Mm -hmm. And just having that that flexibility and compassion is really helpful. Was it easy for you as a leader to to have that or or does it provide any particular challenge? So just like every staff member is going to be different in their needs, every leader is going to be different in their approach and mentality. Mm-hmm. And if you are not by nature a compassionate person, you're, you're <laughs> going to have a lot more challenges. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh there. <laughs> well, I mean, it just is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but if you, if you typically lead with compassion and you typically lead with that kind of flexibility and mentality to begin with, this mm-hmm. was an easy transition. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you, if you like I said, have less compassion or maybe you're a little more rigid in your day to day, this could be very challenging for you to have to take the step back and shift that mentality to say, okay, this is a different world in, in entirely and I cannot lead and approach it in the same way I did before the pandemic. Mm. Would you think uh, that will call, I mean, and just as a general question, of course, if we look across the landscape, um, since you mentioned that, um, that now leaders 
will need some additional kind of training. You just mentioned if they weren't compassionate, it seems like this calls for a kind of a compassionate leadership or, yep. or no. Do you think? It, it does. It does. Because you're dealing with so many things. It's not just team morale and productivity. You know, you're dealing with a lot of fear. You're dealing with anxiety. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with people's um, personal lives, which typically are kept separate. Mm-hmm. And you get more engaged because you almost have to know what's going on to some degree so that you can be understanding and be compassionate. Mm-hmm. And that's a line that's usually never been crossed in the professional world mm-hmm. um, to keep that separation. This is our professional life. That's your home life. Mm-hmm. And you the old adage, don't bring your problems to work (laughs) and don't bring your work problems home, you know, keeping them separate. Now that's been kind of thrown away and you're integrated completely, uh, especially when we were just on this very significant lockdown Mm. and that changes the landscape of everything. So you really have to take a step back and say, okay, again, how can I change my approach and mentality? Because I'm not dealing with 2019 anymore. I'm dealing with a whole new world. Mm Mm-hmm. Does that suggest to you that um, as a business or as a corporation or um, even a team that there has to be a shift in leadership or or is it better uh, to struggle? Supposing you had a rigid leader and that's his style and that's just what he knows and everybody liked that. (laughs) And (laughs) what? What are we going to do? Are we going to try to change him or are we going to say, okay, buddy, this is not your, <laughs> this is not your belly wink. We'll not have a to. Good, uh, <laughs> it's not a good Well, I don't know. I mean that seriously. I know I'm laughing, but sure. <laughs> this, yeah, go ahead. Well, and, and I, you kind of hit the nail on the head. Everyone is learning at this point. This, mm-hmm. There's no playbook for this. Mm-hmm. So in a normal environment, you know, a more rigid boss can, can be tolerated because that's just company culture. Well, in a situation where you have this pandemic running through and we're really not sure of the future. I mean, Mm -hmm. we definitely, you know, have hope for what's going to happen and we know eventually things are going to normalize to some degree, but even that normalization is going to look different. Mm -hmm. And this is a huge shift. This isn't just, uh, Oh, couple of weeks we have to get through this this is a longer term shift Mm -hmm. and and to those people who are a little bit more rigid uh either it's going to come to light that that rigidity isn't working Mm -hmm. and it's going to come down to that person and i think you also brought up a good point of training you know Mm -hmm. that companies are going to have to look at their leadership and their executive staff and say okay what kind of personalities do we have and do we need to maybe help them understand how to approach it differently because it is everybody working together to do that and companies need to recognize that as much as the staff needs to raise their hand and say i can do this but i need a little more flexibility and compassion about this and i'll work with you Hmm. and i think understanding that two-way street a little bit better is going to be helpful Okay, good. Well, when we come back, um, we'll talk a little bit about team, building a new team, and about the team spirit, how do you foster team spirit. Is that okay? Yes, absolutely. We'll be right back. This is an, an extraordinary time. What they want to know is what can you do for them now to help their business now? What can you do right now 
to help an extraordinarily difficult situation. So it's always about, I can help you generate revenue. I can solve your IT problem. I can do this, I can do that. But it's direct in the first sentence about you. You are on the journey. Our guest is Tommy Linick. We are gleaning some usable insights around solutions, jobs, and leadership. You are always welcome to access free career opportunities and how to go about these on the Journeys platform. Thejourney.ryosports.com. Click on Technology Forum. I'm back with our guest, Tommy. Uh, Tommy, talk to us about you as a leader in this new environment. How do you build team spirit? How do you get everybody involved in a way that is productive and fun and and all that kind of stuff? Talk to us about that. Sure, absolutely. So there's multiple ways that you can do it virtually. Um, We have regular team meetings weekly so that we can touch base and highlight all the things that we have going on. A huge part of this is communication. Uh-huh. The staff the staff wants transparency. They want to know what's happening. Um, they want to be reassured with what's happening because they can see it all unfolding around them. Mm-hmm. And so communication and just making sure that you tell them all the projects you have going on. You know, sometimes they don't know because they're not seeing everybody every day what other people are working on. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's just good to know where they fit into the pie and where the bigger goals are sitting for the, for the company or for the division or for your team Mm -hmm. and where they fit into that so that they know what they're working towards. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Another part of that is recognition. So making sure that you talk about the wins the production wins or the completed projects, uh, whether you've completed a division goal or anything that really highlights the productivity that's happening. Because when you're not sitting in the office, it's hard to see things moving forward. And depending on the kind of widget you work with will also be difficult. If it's a manufacturing line where you actually watch a widget go down and become a final product, Mm -hmm. that's easy to see where your part fits into the end. But especially if you're being completely removed from an office environment, sometimes it's hard to see where you fit into that. Mm -hmm. So recognizing people for the the wins, little or big, uh, will also give them encouragement. It'll remind them that they are making a a positive contribution and they're making a a move forward with productivity. and then, you know, it, it's still important to have coaching and feedback sessions with each person individually to let them know, hey, this is what I think you're doing really well still. Mm-hmm. Here's where I need you to step up a little. And this goes back to the idea that you have to engage with them a little bit more and find out if they have the flexibility they need to be productive. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where you can be an individual compassionate leader with somebody and say, look, you know, tell me what's going on with you so that I can help fix it. I can help you with tools, whether it's professional tools outside of the office environment that you need Mm -hmm. uh, to support what's going on or whether it's, Hey, you know what? I need a little extra time to get a project completed. You know, if, 
the company is also a little more flexible with timelines and things that's helpful because then you can pass that flexibility down to your staff Mm -hmm. and say hey we have a little more room when it comes to productivity goals or timelines on projects Mm -hmm. Uh, we also do happy hours so we'll do a virtual happy hour (laughs) where we all get on a webex call and Mm -hmm. everyone brings their cocktails Mm -hmm. and it's voluntary so no one feels like they have to attend it if they're not comfortable but uh, we also do it a little earlier in the afternoon. So it's like, hey, you know what? Why don't we get together from two to three, log out a little early, and then why don't you head out afterwards and give them a little break? Mm -hmm. Those kinds of things go a really long way because you can't do a lot of the things you can in the office to reward them. Mm -hmm. So a lot of things that you can do is time, you know, give them an extra half day sometimes, or, you know, if I've, if I have an employee who's done something above and beyond, um, I can just ping them on the side and say, Hey, why don't you log off at one o'clock today and just go enjoy the rest of your afternoon, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And then it makes them feel special and it makes them feel like they're actually being recognized for the work that they do. Mm -hmm. Let me, let me dive into one aspect of it that you said is crucial in this communication uh, in, uh, you know, one of the complaints you hear a lot about um, uh, people in corporate offices or any offices is meetings after meetings after meetings after meetings. <laughs> and that, and now um, you, you mentioned the necessity for even more communication. So what kind of tools, how do you save people not being <laughs> just uh, using the, 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 the WebEx or whatever, just just to be in more meetings rather than getting the work done. So how, sure. do you, how, how do you deal with that problem? So what's funny that you say about the meetings thing, that <laughs> is unfortunately a side effect of corporate America is you <laughs> typically sit in meetings and talk about all the work that you're going to eventually do if you're not in a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this situation has allowed for us to reevaluate the necessity for meetings, the frequency of meetings, Mm -hmm. and we've been able to kind of reduce the amount of general meetings that we've had. The addition of some of the team meetings really isn't any different than we were at the office. Mm -hmm. So our office environment and our culture uh, has been moving towards more frequent daily touch bases. So whether it's like a little huddle in the morning for 15 or 20 minutes to get everybody up to speed on what's going on that day, or whether it's a regular weekly huddle where you get together and you go through what you've accomplished and what you have in the works and then do some brainstorming sessions. So it really hasn't added that many more meetings. It's just shifted them to completely virtually. Mm. And the topics of those meetings have changed a little bit too. So, you know, you approach them a little bit lightheartedly. So they're not so much business, business, business. Mm. Um, You know, we get people to engage with, hey, you know, what are some of the things that you're enjoying about working at home and bringing out the positive things that people have found, like saving, (laughs) saving on gas and tolls and (laughs) saving on time between commuting. Mm. And that feeling of not having to be somewhere all the time Mm -hmm. has reduced a lot of stress. So we'll also try and bring up just general lighthearted topics to make people feel better. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then every once in a while, you'll get people who will talk about some of the challenges that they're having, which ends up being a good thing, too, because it reminds people that we're not alone in what we're dealing with and that we're all we may not be dealing with the same problems or challenges, but we all have a problem or challenge that we're working through. And sometimes hearing about how other people decompress or de-stress or deal with some of those challenges really gives other people 
some encouragement that they they can adapt some of those things and get through it also. Okay. All right. We'll be right back. Just got laid off, even though my company got PPP two weeks ago. Um, I did all the social media. I worked with all the online platforms to generate sales. And now I have no job. What should I do? To think that that's not an essential job in, in, in this in this world is a huge mistake. You are on the journey. Our guest is Tommy Linick. This is our Solution Jobs and Leadership segment. You will find how-tos and job opportunities in our technology forum where we feature individuals with knowledgeable expertise. Uh, this session, you will find Mr. Wonderful of Shark Tank fame answering questions. You may also want to check out our Business of Doing Business segment, Invaluable Insights, thejourney.riosports.com. Okay, I'm back with Tommy. Uh, Tommy, there are issues related to measuring expectations and employee effectiveness and and all that. Have you guys uh, what have you done a recalibration of how all this should be done? So that's a good question. We um, we were actually going into goal setting season when all of this came about. Mm -hmm. And so we took a step back and looked at goals and we took a step back and looked at expectations and timelines and what we thought would be realistic. So we we reevaluated what those goals looked like for the year. Mm -hmm. And we've continued to move forward with our standard monthly expectations. And in my world, we are a widget moving de department. And so we can count the widgets pretty easily. So for us, with having the technology and the reporting that we have, it's very easy for us to maintain the same expectations mm -hmm. of our team from a productive standpoint standpoint right mm -hmm. um now having that regular communication with them <clears throat> showing them where they stand uh like i said we meet weekly or i meet weekly with my direct reports mm -hmm. and so we go over productivity each week mm -hmm. and it's a real easy way to calibrate for the month to say you're on track you're off track uh and what can we do to help so we just kind of talk that out and truly setting those expectations is helpful, but then also having a good relationship with your staff so that they can come to you and be honest uh, and communicate with you about their challenges is also very important. Yep. So you have to have a little understanding too when they come to you and they're like, hey, I'm falling behind and here's why. Okay, so let's talk about that and what can we do to help you? Um, but technology is a good friend. It can definitely give you insight into what's going on and what we actually have found was that our staff is working more and they're more productive working at home than they were in the office. Right. Just, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I believe I believe that for a lot trust me, for a long time that uh, that's... Uh, I was going to probe, you actually answered the question that was in my mind. Um, uh, you were talking about uh, meeting the folks and then 
letting them know whether they're behind or or ahead. And I would have thought mm-hmm. that the employee will know that, and everybody will kind of know that before they have to meet you to tell you that that's what's <laughs> going ahead. But I, but you said, did you have tools, and um, they have the option, of course, of of making sure that they seek the kind of assistance that they need. You were telling us. Absolutely. And you're right. So our our numbers are very transparent on right. a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And so going into those meetings, uh, the staff knows where they stand typically right. compared to their production goals for the month. Mm-hmm. And our conversations are really more around what are you doing to correct this? Mm-hmm. Um, or if you are a higher producer, what are you doing to help somebody who is possibly struggling? Mm-hmm. And how can we work together as a team? Mm-hmm. So that's the biggest aspect uh, that I continue to encourage and have always encouraged is mm-hmm. if, if one of us doesn't meet goal, then the team didn't meet our goal. Mm-hmm. So how can we help each other? You mm-hmm. know, because you may be helping somebody someday, but that that same person is going to help you another day. So what can we do to make sure we pull each other up? Mm -hmm. And a lot of it is around how are you structuring your day? How can we better help organize your thoughts or your files or um, how you approach work? And whether it be a class that we can provide through the company or whether it's somebody who can mentor you, we try and identify what we can do to help make their days more efficient Mm-hmm. And that's really about communication and the staff feeling comfortable coming and talking to you about that. If they only have fear <laughs> to talk to you about their productivity, you're not going to get anywhere because right. fear does not get you anywhere. Right. You have to have that relationship and open communication. Right. Do you think there's a, a, a larger call for transparency now than even before, um, now that everybody is remote? Um is transparency one of the answers to, or no? Well, in my opinion, transparency is always the answer right. <laughs> because that way you build trust. Yes. If you mm-hmm. if you don't have transparency and the staff feels you're hiding something from them, they mm-hmm. aren't going to trust you when you tell them something because they feel like you're not telling them everything. Right. Right. And so I I openly send out scorecards to the whole team. Mm-hmm for everybody so they see where they stand against their peers and it actually fosters a positive environment because that allows for people who are top performers to say hey i can help you get to a better place and that the lower performers can say i'm seeking out your mentorship so that you can help me become a higher performer mm-hmm. yep but uh but yeah transparency about that and even transparency about things that you don't have an answer to mm-hmm. it, because yeah. we, we as leaders don't have answers to everything, <laughs> but I feel like we feel like we need to. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. If you tell your staff, I don't have the answer to that. And I'm not really sure, you know, let me get back to you. Let me dig into that. But then you really need to dig into it and learn it so that you can bring something to them and say, hey, we weren't able to talk about this before, but I've done some research on it, mm-hmm. and here's what I have. Mm-hmm. And it helps. It really does. Well, the question's been percolating. I was trying to figure out a, a good way to put it over so it doesn't come over wrong. Um, yeah. And I'm not questioning any any of that. When, I, when you, we were talking about performers that are not coming up to scratch, um, I'm wondering... If we don't fall behind by waiting until we see the result, 
isn't there a way that it could be avoided by somewhere up front? I'm, try I'm being very diplomatic here. <laughs> so, you can well, read my question. Well, but but yeah. what I'm really saying is that we, we, we tend to... I, this is just my part. I'm, I'm my own, own thing uh, sure. thinking about. Uh, we wait until there's a problem and now, okay, what can we do to solve the problem? Um, maybe that's the only way it could go about. I'm suggesting that maybe it isn't. How do we see it before it's happening or prevent it from happening in the first place? I know we're speaking in very general terms, but sure. but am I making any sense? Uh, does this no, make... absolutely. Okay, <laughs> help me. It here. does. <laughs> it does, and it really does depend on the environment that you're working in yeah. and depending on if your goals are daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, or annually. Mm -hmm. So, for example, <clears throat> pardon me, our goals are monthly, but we have a daily target that basically says if you want to meet your monthly goal, here's what you need to produce on a day-to-day -day basis mm -hmm. to, to be there. Mm -hmm. Some days you're going to fall a little short and some days you're going to go over, mm -hmm. but you're hoping to average this many in a month. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so for us to be able to go through it weekly, and I go through it on Fridays so that we can recap the week, mm -hmm. And say, you know, look, week one, you're sitting here at the end of the week. But, but, but let me cut you there, if you don't mind. Yeah. Why do you have to go through it? Why, why isn't everybody seeing that it's heading in that direction? They do. And again, it's the transparency of it. Oh, but okay. in, unless somebody is telling you that you're not up to par, sometimes people struggle with that. Okay. Um, mm. Yeah, and again, it depends on the widget you're moving, and it mm. depends mm. on what the person's responsibility is. Mm -hmm. Typically, they know, and like I said, with, with my staff, I'm very open, I'm very honest, and I have a good relationship with them. A lot of times, they come to the meetings already telling me what's going on and why they are where they are. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, or if we see, I, again, we pull, we see the numbers every single day. If I see somebody struggling on day three of the week, then mm. I won't wait until Friday. Mm. Uh, we reach out and start addressing those concerns early on, to your point, to be proactive, which is also why we don't wait until the following month to recap <laughs> it. You know, when I first joined the department, it was a monthly recap, two weeks into the, the following month. And I'm like, well, why am I telling them about a problem from six weeks ago <laughs> this does not make sense mm -hmm. so that's when I, sh I shifted to a weekly meeting and it's really been hugely beneficial because we have been able to head off a lot of those problems early on mm -hmm. and get people on track mm -hmm. and so you think um uh that this is this is going more or less smoothly where you are in your in your your workforce Correct. Yes. Um, we have the benefit of people who've been in our, our group and our, our company for a while. Mm -hmm. um, and the changes that I've made since I joined this team last year uh, have really benefited how we monitor production, how we work with coaching and feedback. Mm -hmm. And the company culture has been shifting tremendously, which has also been hugely supportive of that. Mm -hmm. Love it. Love it. We'll be right back. Yes, it is tough, but don't cower in fear. Step on out. There are lots of good people being neighborly with their expertise, we have found. We recommend you check out Inc.com.
I'm back with Tommy. So, Tommy, is there any other recommendation you would give our leaders out here? Well, I guess another recommendation I could give is that in order to be an effective leader and a positive leader, you need to remember that you need to care for yourself. You are no good to anybody else if you aren't doing good yourself. So take care of your mental health. You know, make sure that, you know, these are difficult times. We've never been through anything like this before. So recognize and reach out if you need help um, and take some time to, to decompress, you know, whether it be to exercise, read a book, uh, do something for yourself that allows you to disconnect and have some time for you. That's awesome. That's I think that's wonderful advice. I appreciate it. Tommy, you know how much I like having you. Um, on the show and I trust that you will join us more often. Will you be willing Thank to do you, that? Neville. All right. It is my pleasure to be here. Anytime you welcome me back. All right. You will be welcome back. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. The Journey is available free on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, Rio Sports Radio, and several of your favorite internet platforms. Download, embed, and share via any of the social media you love. Tough times call for tough people. Take the bull by its horns. Every new era is marked by a challenge that reveals the true nature of its character, its soul, its heart, our very being. A challenge so pervasive, so corrosive, so corrupting, it indulges our need for respite. A challenge that demands a new breed. A breed beyond the hero. The hunks I dreamed. In this brilliant epic adventure, we encounter the rare qualities of those equipped for this challenge. The hunks I dreamed. <laughs> the Hunks I Dreamed is available on Amazon, Audible, and uh, Apple. The Hunks I Dreamed. See you next week. <laughs>